Happy Monday. Today is Monday, February the 1st, 2021, and today's daily Bible readings come to us from Psalm 35, 1 through 10, Numbers 22, 1 through 21, and then Acts 21, 17 through 26. And I'm going to look at the section from Numbers 21 and talk about all about cussing and fussing. Um, so if we talk about somebody cursing and swearing these days, uh, what we, we usually mean that somebody, you know, they've got a potty mouth, right? You know, they've, they've got things that the FCC would, you know, find a major network for broadcasting. Um, but when the Bible talks about someone cursing someone or, um, or somebody swearing, right? It, it literally means that these people are invoking the name of uh, some deity, right? Some higher authority to either call down suffering and misfortune and just bad things upon another person or another or other persons right you know like a whole nation possibly um or they're invoking the same kind of power and authority uh to kind of seal and witness a promise that they make or uh, an oath that they're swearing out right uh, so jesus talks about this you see it a couple times in matthew um, where he's warning people, you know, he's like, don't swear by heaven, you know, or heaven's throne. Don't don't swear by the temple or all the gold that's in the temple, you know, because you don't have authority to do that. You don't don't do that. Just either say yes or no, right? So, when in the Old Testament in the Bible, when we hear about people cursing and people swearing, that's really what it's talking about. I mean, I'm sure they're not really cool on using foul language all the time, but this is really kind of what cursing and swearing is about. Um, calling down authority that isn't yours to control. Um, it's, it's kind of like a, you know, a magical thing, right? It's you know, you're practicing in a way you're kind of, I guess you're kind of practicing magic when you do it. Um, so that's the story we have today of this guy, Balak and Balaam, and, um, and how Balak is responding to these outsiders in his myths, these strangers, these wanderers that are showing up in his land, right? Now, you know, because you read the Bible all the time and you've already read numbers numerous times, I'm sure, that these are the people of Israel, you know, freshly out of Egypt. And they're finally arrived in their in their promised land. Um, and they're, you know, they're showing up and Balak is not happy about this. Right. Um, because he's like, you know, there's just not enough resources to go around. You know, uh, we can't we just got to do something about this. Um, we got to kick these people out. We got to keep them out. And so he goes to this guy, Balaam, uh, to have to hire him. He, he doesn't really have the, he knows he's not powerful enough to do anything about them. And so he goes to hire this guy, Balaam, to do something about it, right? Um, Balaam's kind of like a magical hired gun. He's going to do something about these people of Israel. And this this is the, the quote. He says, um, he says, come now, curse the people for me since they are stronger than I. Perhaps I shall be able to defeat them and drive them from the land. For I know that whomever you bless is blessed and whomever you curse is cursed. Did you catch that? Did you catch that language? Uh, that should sound familiar to you. And once again, because, you know, you were very well read and you have read the Old Testament multiple times. And, you know, you, Genesis is your like favorite book in the Old Testament. That language sounds familiar to you because it's pretty much verbatim the promise that God makes to Abram when he first calls Abram out of the land of Ur and sends him to the promised land, this land that he's going to give him and his descendants as an inheritance. He says to him, 
you know, whoever blesses you, I will bless, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and um, that's that's really odd, isn't it? And so here is Balak kind of using the same language, but in reverse, and assuming that Balaam has all this kind of great authority. Now, this is setting the stage for a longer story because you and I know, and the people reading numbers know, oh, this is like, this. they're going up against God. They're going up against God's promises because God made this promise and swore it on his own name, right? Um, and so hilarity ensues or is about to ensue. And I know that's kind of an odd thing to think of hilarity in the Old Testament, which, but there, there really is. The story that's going to follow this is pretty good. So you probably want to be back tomorrow for tomorrow's DVR. So until then, go out, have a good day. We'll talk to you later.